planning. Don't we all love it? <laughs> can't live with it, can't live without it. It's great when it's all done, isn't it? When everything's all planned out and you breathe and you have that, that sigh of relief. And uh, that's the topic for today's podcast. And uh, ironically, we're in a big mega planning phase at the moment. We're, we're move, about to move office, but also we've got lots of personal stuff going on as well. We're trying to sell a house. Um, we are going to Scotland on holiday and it's like everything is turning into a military operation. We need to do this here, but we need to do that before we do this. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure you can all appreciate planning. And I, I can honestly say, I've been very blessed in my life to uh, to have a lot of success in, in my corporate career and, and in my business. And, uh, and I put one of the things, uh, one of the reasons for this, apart from my, uh, you know, many skills and various other things, is my ability to plan, actually, and, and start to plan in such a way to know when I should be doing A, I should be doing B, and I should be doing C. So that's the topic of today's podcast. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise from Superfast Recruitment with the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. And believe it or not, I'm recording this in March and we've literally just got a couple of uh, weeks till the uh, to the end of the month. And yes, here we are. Quarter one is almost over. And so I thought it would be appropriate because we've been talking with uh, some of our Superfast Circle members about 90 day planning and some of our newer members and and the power of it and and everything else. It'd be good to record a podcast on this very popular topic. So before we jump into that, very quick shout out. If you're new here, welcome. Um, uh, Glad you found us. Um, There are, I think this is actually 174. So there's plenty of other podcasts to listen to. If you're not subscribed on iTunes, please subscribe because um, automatically, if you get that little icon on your iPhone or your Samsung or whatever, it will uh, let you know when we posted a new podcast. And uh, obviously, if you're on our email list, download our marketing checklist, maybe one of our guides. Um, if you want to book a call with us to have a conversation about your marketing, do that too. Whichever way, we'll be able to contact you and uh, and let you know when a new uh, podcast arrives. Because um, you'll notice that we actually transcribe all our podcasts. We've got all the information there. We put links in to, to resources that we suggest too. So let's talk about 90-day planning. Now, back in the day, as I've mentioned on more than one occasion, um, and, and actually both of us used to work in the pharmaceutical industry and uh, very successful, very profitable sectors on the planet. And I was first introduced to the 90-day plan at the tender age of 21 when I joined them after university. And um, it worked pretty well (laughs) and always has done for them. So it's something that, you know, we implement in our business. We strongly suggest to clients too, because if you find something that's working, there's always a top tip, always do more of it. So 90 day cycles, it's a bit like the Goldilocks principle. 
And um, it's interesting because we, we were reading a, a fairy tale, you know, stroke bedtime story to a new member of the family quite recently. And uh, this particular story was shared. Um, but slightly different frame here because a 90 day plan is a great time frame because it's it's a short enough time frame to actually, um, you know, still have momentum and focus. And yet it's long enough to actually get some substantial things happening and, and actually done. Because what can often happen is um, if you just set a yearly plan, a bit of the, 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 the devil word creeps in, that P word, procrastination, because we always think we've got a lot longer. And then suddenly someone says, oh, my God, it's June and we still haven't done this. So just think about 90 day plan is a great way to actually um, focus your mind and focus your attention. So over the past few weeks, we've been talking to members of our Superfast Circle about their progress so far. We've had some new members. And um, he's giving an example of some of the things that through planning people have managed to do. We've we've had people on uh, the the radio up in Leeds to the point where um, Christina has actually got a regular slot now, um, which is fantastic. We've had some of our clients saying uh, goodbye to certain clients and hello to big new ones, um, which was uh, which was key for them and what they wanted to achieve. We've had people building teams. One of our uh, really successful um, circle members has, I think she now has five people working and, you know, she's really starting to scale. People have got new websites. Um, we have literally on the brink, uh, one of our fabulous clients is about to launch their new podcast, which um, I've had a sneak preview of the first um, their first recording, which I have to say, I'm incredibly jealous because it's a damn sight better than my first one ever was. So, you know, loads and loads of things to really get excited about, because the thing is, if you set goals and you want to, to hit them, it's vital to have a working plan. And that is what your 90 day marketing planning is all about. Of course, you know, it's still going to be imperative. You've got a yearly plan. And for many of you listening to this, you've got big goals, big ambitions. You're probably going to want to have a three year, five year. Even my mentor has a 20 year plan about what 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 he wants to happen in his um, in his business, because even though our minds feed off energy and positive belief, a lot of the time, you know, I'm a great believer in the power of positive thinking. We need something guiding us, you know, keeping us from losing our momentum and going off at a tangent. And having that 90 day plan there is is really imperative um, for that. So one of the things we do and we strongly suggest it with our with our clients as well, is that you break the year into four bite-sized pieces, which are basically um, three-month uh, chunks that you go through the year. So obviously January to, you know, the end of March, and then sort of April through to the end of June, and then, and then you know, and, and the story goes on. It's quite interesting because what we've started to do as well to actually work in with that is, which I'll probably talk about more on a, another podcast, slightly off tangent, but we also book a holiday at the end of that three month period because it gives us time for reflection and review. And we tend to go at things full pelt. We work pretty hard. We love what we do, but it's good to take that bit of reflection and, and time and time off too. So you see, your mind can see 
90 days into the future because it's not too far away, which allows you to really, you know, push forward and uh, and achieve what you want to do. We've been working in 90 day cycles for years and we encourage our clients to do that. And it's quite interesting when um, when we talk to them and they're reviewing where they're, they're at and they start to look back, they realise how much they've actually been able to achieve purely and simply because they're working in this sort of 90 day way. So practically then, what what do you need to do? So I want to talk through some suggestions for us. Three key things that I want to cover here that I think will maybe set, shed some light on uh, on how you do things. And, and quite often people miss them. So first one um, is what do you want to happen this year? What do you really want to happen this year? Um, number two is what needs to happen first and last and there's a there's a real process that we use here that can revolutionize things for you and then short term versus long term so let's take each of these in turn so the first one is what do you want to ha- happen this year and and in the words of the legendary Stephen Covey the well-known uh, development guy god rest his soul um is start with the end in mind so if you have never Uh, downloaded on your Kindle The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People or bought the book, strongly suggest... Where have you been? What have you been doing? It's a fantastic book. I remember reading it for the first time ever um, when I went on a a boating trip to to Australia. That's another story. But anyway, fabulous book. Um, So have a look at that book. And and also what what he does in there is he talks about habits of effective people, all based on research, is that, you know, people start with the end in mind. So, you know, you need to have a goal. So let's just say, you know, for a recruitment organisation, if it's, you know, if you want to have X placements at Y profit, then, you know, by the end of the, the year, then you need some numbers around this. Um, for instance, do you know how long it typically takes from getting a job, uh, a job order, job role on the board um, to uh, sourcing the uh, candidates and and sending <laughs> that all important invoice we could say getting paid but of course that's another that's another element isn't it but you know how long does it take you to do that you could even say how long does it take to actually bring on board a new client and get terms signed because I, I strongly suggest you know marketing is about maths Keep those numbers, keep a track of those numbers, because then things become a lot, a lot easier. Then you, you always know um, sort of uh, where you are um, in your own pipeline and development, what needs to happen, you know, if you want to hit certain revenue goals. Um, there's a guy called Jeb uh, Blunt, and he has a great book called Fanatical Prospecting. Again, top tip. Um, go and download that's a fabulous book and he talks about the fact that you know if you're in a sales slump it's probably because your pipeline isn't full so that's why it's important to know know your numbers to know how long things take to land because then that is pivotal in um you know all, all your planning and what you need to what you need to do it's so invaluable when I first learned that and um 
You know, I, 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 as I say, I came from a background where I knew that if I, if I followed the plan and I'd got so many doctors a day to see that I knew that if I saw those doctors, I'd probably hit my target. So I was quite driven. I've, I've always been driven. It's part of my personality is that I knew that, okay, so if, if my boss tells me I need to see six a day, I'm going to see nine a day because that must mean that I can make more money and get more bonus. And it did. Um, so it's thinking, thinking through that maths and how that, that works. Now, this is really key. So um, uh, hopefully if you're listening to this driving, please don't do this, but make a note of it later, is what needs to happen first and then last. So from my my, my coaching and uh, my personal development, all the, the work that I've done, I, I learned about this. I've always worked in timelines and yet it's so simple and yet many people miss this this sort of step. So, you know, you might have this massive idea about what you want to achieve. However, sometimes we get like the gestation period wrong. We think it's going to happen a lot faster than it actually does. So it's good to have some sort of frame around this so you can, it helps you to benchmark things. So a technique that I learnt um, many years ago, and it works incredibly well, is a process that you can use. And this process is called present state to desired state. So it's where am I now? So I'm here. Where do I want to be? And uh, a friend of mine from America always talks it from having no money to mo money. <laughs> how do I go from here to here? So let, let's just use an example of how this might work in um, in recruitment. So it's imagine this is where I am now. This is where I want to be. So say your goal uh, might be to launch a new desk in a specific sort of subsector of your market. So let's think of an example here. And this is sort of top of mind at the moment. So so let's just say you are an education agency, a recruitment agency, and you want to start a new desk. You're doing really well, but you'd also like, you know, there's a bit of a gap in the market and you'd like to start a new desk, let's just say in special needs. And um, you want it to be supply teachers in special needs in, you know, your locality. Let's just say, because I'm a girl from Lancashire, let's just say it's Preston. So it's in Preston. And your goal is that this desk is performing well and delivering you, let's just pluck a figure out there, 200 supply teachers a month. That's what that desk is delivering to you and to to your to your revenue. Um so that's a real tangible goal. Now, can that be achieved in 90 days? Possibly not, depending on where you are and how much money um, you, you throw at it. But here's the thing to do. Grab yourself a piece of A4 paper, uh, turn it on its side so you've got it horizontal. And on um, the left hand side, if you put um, uh, no desk, and on the right hand side, you put um, supply desk delivering 200 supply teachers a month or whatever your equivalent might be. Then just draw a line between the two. Now, what you've got here is you've got your present state, no desk and um, future state, which is a desk that's delivering. Now, for you to get from one end of that that page to the other or from no desk to, to having a desk that's performing really well, there's going to be some certain milestones. And this is where lots of people forget the detail. 
um, in what they would need to need, need to do. So let's give you an example of some milestones just on this along the way that you might want to consider. And I know this will probably stimulate things for you. So let's just say that more towards the left hand side of your no desk, you look at you know, let's just look at, first of all, the thing that you might want to consider is market research and proof of concept, because quite often people say, well, that would be a really good subsector to go into when they haven't they haven't done the number crunching and they haven't done the data. You know, just because you've managed to get a couple of random placements somewhere doesn't mean that you should go, um, you know, all in to actually build a desk in that that area. So first thing I would say is you, you, you do your market research, proof of concept. The other thing at this end is to do your competitor analysis to just think, OK, so so who are our competitors? What are they doing? Um, where are they posting in social media? What job boards are they on? Um, you know, what what are, are people saying about them? So you, you'd, you'd have all of that sort of, if you imagine the preparatory phase of, you know, where I'm going to go next. Next would be uh, creating your offer. So what is your offer and who is your offer aligned to? So that might be the next thing. Okay, so I need to do think about my business persona. I need to think about what's my, my percentage. What would make me stand out differently in the market? Do I provide additional resources? Um, you know, can I have a quick turnaround? Um, how would all that work? So that would be something that, you know, you need to get all that, all that, that right and ticked off. You know, it then might be, well, hang on a minute here. I've got a real stretch goal here. If I want to do this, maybe I need to recruit a specific consultant that has experience in this particular market from the education sector. Or it could be, well, uh, maybe uh, Amanda could be really good in this role, but I'm going to have to give some training and we're going to have to factor in the the, uh, the thing that she's going to have to take time to get up to speed because she's got a desk that isn't warm at all. It's stone cold. So we need to, you know, we need to sort of uh, move on that one. It might be that then, you know, it's okay. So what's the most practical thing to do? I need people to contact. I'm going to purchase a database. Or I'm going to go and, you know, on LinkedIn, I'm going to like connect with lots of people or whatever I'm going to do. I'm going to run a Facebook ad, whatever, whatever that might be. I'm not saying these are specific things that have to happen in this sector. I'm just giving you an example. It then could be, OK, I want to add a page to the website and and then the list goes on. So, you know, I've, I suspect that all the ideas I've suggested there probably wouldn't happen in um, quarter one, but they might happen um, by the end of quarter four, whenever quarter one starts for you or whenever your start date might be. So then it would be thinking about, okay, so what do we need to do in quarter one to make quarter two happen? So, you know, there's no there's no point like getting a, a page on the website until you know what your offer is. And, you know, there's, there's no point recruiting a specific consultant until you actually know, is this going to work? Um, you know, is this viable? Are we throwing good money after bad if we if we do this? So, 
So those are key things to think about. So we talked about, you know, what you want to happen, what needs to happen first and last. And, you know, strongly suggest that you think about this, this framework, this, you know, present state to desired state, because it really can save you so much time. And, um, you know, your, your planning just really will go to a different level. So short term versus long term, because it's OK, you've got this this big plan. But at the same time as you might be wanting to launch a new desk, you know, you still need to get jobs on the board and various other things. So this is where you need to have a mix in your 90 day plan of short term and long term goals. Now, earlier today, um, as I record this podcast, we were chatting to one of our, our new Superfast Circle members and they uh, they are basically wanting to up level this year and they want a new website. So that's sort of slightly longer term plan, probably going to take um, two or three chunks of 90 days to get that actually all mapped out. Um, so today we were we were helping um, this particular um, person to 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 actually map out the desired state. So from there, you know, not having it to having the website that was amazing. We also shared um, because uh, this this particular person was really enthusiastic, really wanted to go for it, and just said, "You know, do we have to wait till the new website?" And we said, "Absolutely not." So we shared with her some specific strategies that we we teach on one of our programs, which enable people to get quick wins, so that whilst um, the website is being built and a few other things are, are happening, that you know there's some really quick win strategies that they uh, they could they could use they could they could act on now. So it's thinking about with your ninety day plan. It's going to be fantastic because you'll be able to get everything honed. But you need to think about, OK, so what are the big things that we need to achieve? How long will that take? So let's just work that factor that in. And then, you know, what, what do we need to be doing short term to, you know, consistently keep bringing in, um, you know, revenue, keep bringing in business, keep filling, keep filling our pipeline? So it's, I know I get very excited about this because it's one of my sort of key things. I think it's one of the things that I um, appreciated when I first started selling about what a difference it can make in having this, this plan and knowing, you know, standing in the shoes of having achieved something, looking back and say, OK, so I've achieved this. So what would be the milestones along the way? What do I need to what do I need to do? So, you know, sitting down and Dan Sullivan always talks about I like to spend time planning because then I so spend so much, uh, save so much time when I'm into implementation. So we're, we're cycling towards the end of quarter one. Uh, I hope this has been useful. Why not you review what you've achieved in this in this first 90 days? It may be fantastic, but and I, I, I sincerely hope it is. And then start to think about, so if I've achieved this, um, what what do I actually want to achieve by the end of the year? What What's feasible to do? Because it may be that you can achieve it by the end of the year, but you might just need to put more money behind it or something like that. So this is Denise from Superfast Recruitment talking all about 90-day plans saying bye for now. Bye.